0: Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent to them. Amen. All oh, we represent to them, man, is somebody who needs a haircut. Oh, no. What you represent to them is freedom. What the hell's wrong with freedom, man? That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what it's all about. Just ah. what is it that you want to do? We want to be free to ride. We want to be free to ride on machines without being hassled by the man. Yeah!
1: Welcome back everybody at Chopper Profits, uh, I'm your host Mike, and um, tonight, like I usually say, I'm stoked to have this person in in, uh, in studio with me, and uh, he's someone who I started following uh, after the last Born Free on Instagram, and um, again, I'm just really excited to have him here. Please welcome to the studio, Jason Weber from At The Risers.
0: Hey! Oh. Oh.
1: Oh yeah. My
0: Dude, you, oh my god, you don't even need a
1: cube. I just beatboxed on my podcast. This will be one that goes down in history. <laughs> um So thank you for being on the show. Oh thanks for having me, man. Um I, I think uh, my first introduction to you was probably I wanna say it was a six over maybe before that was the blog, but um hmm. I don't know when you first came across me. <laughs> you don't remember? I, I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> Didn't I send you some mental thing? Oh, I received something. It wasn't <laughs> mental, though. I know I haven't stocked you at your house. So that's for darn sure. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about um, what your life was growing up. What, what was uh, life in the, the Weber uh, household?
0: Well, it was a pretty, uh, pretty small family, just me. I'm the oldest of three boys. My brother Steve's a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. Kevin's two years younger than him, so I'm pretty tight in relation, or years. Um, you know, my mom and dad, it was nothing crazy, you know. I mean, we didn't, you know, we weren't definitely on the upper crust of things, you know. We struggled mm-hmm. for a while, but, uh, you know, just, <laughs> I don't know. It was a very average, not, you know, nothing crazy. Like, my dad worked at a lumberyard. My mom was a, uh, like, a teacher's assistant. I think until i was born and then er yeah i was in kindergarten after that she she just quit and was basically a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. from there on out for the most part and uh yeah that's kind of it pretty normal pretty normal man i mean there <laughs> there's some rough patches but like sure. nothing really exciting just pretty generic you know <laughs> how are you
1: and your brothers growing up i mean do you guys all get along
0: did you fight um you know, we never fought, man. Everybody always to "Like, dude, so close in age, you guys must have fought." It's like I can't remember one time. I don't think I ever laid hands. Um, well, you know, okay, <laughs> let me. One time. Okay, no, not even me. My little brother Kevin. Mm-hmm. He's he's like a little guy. He's gnarly. He's and, got the and little and dog it. complex. Well, no, no, not even that. But he snaps. He's one of those guys okay. who just snaps. And yeah. I remember, like, there's been a there was one time where, you know, in the movies when you see people running through hallways and they're like. Dragging stuff, you know, to try yeah. to block the guy. chasing. that happened to me. Like my brother was chasing. He was like, God, I want to say he was ten, chasing me with a knife. But like, not like scaring me. Like he was just seeing red. He was trying to kill me, and I was, I thought he was going yeah. to kill me. I'm literally running through the house, closing doors, like hiding, like screaming, like <laughs> help, help! Like, uh, I don't. Know. And how old were you guys? Oh, oh man, yeah, I think like, I, I have to say he was probably ten. Wow, or maybe even younger. Maybe we were kids. We were little kids. And he's your youngest, so you were yeah, you were probably like fourteen. Yeah, so 15. I was I was old, like physically. Yeah, totally there, but but dude, had but mentally, knife. he was nuts. So I didn't. Yeah. Even, I was like, I was scared to death. <laughs> dude had a knife and was you know? nuts. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that that's the only time I could ever imagine being like uh, physical or anything. But yeah. Everything else is just normal bickering, kids fighting. You know.
1: So what? Um, if your dad your dad you said worked in lumberyard yeah what um who influenced you to get into things
0: mechanical well i mean i had uh mike my dad grew up in uh fridley minnesota and he uh his uh his best friend growing up this guy foster his dad owned a drag strip Mm -hmm. and so my dad was basically grew up on a drag strip him and his buddy were like track hands and so like my dad was surrounded by cars and all this stuff um like his whole life and so my earliest memories was not necessarily my dad having a car cause we were broke, you know, mm. but like my dad was really good at drawing cars. And, mm. and so like he always had like, all these, he'd always draw all these hot rods. He grew up seeing, you know, and so I grew up just basically falling in love with cars and stuff through my dad's drawings. That's awesome. You know, so like we didn't have the cars, but I had the drawings. And uh so that was the initial <clears throat> influence with like cars and you know, any, anything like that. Yeah. Um, Getting a little bit older, uh, you know, like, my mom's side of the family, my mom's brothers, they had a uh, four by fours, you mm-hmm. know, they were all into like, you know, off-roading and stuff. Yeah. And like, and dude, as a kid, I was, I was right behind. I was like, dude, let's go, you know? And
1: this is like real life stompers. Yeah, You know, and those <laughs> real life
0: Bigfoots, dude. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was into that. So I, I mean, the early, early is, you know, was my dad's car thing. So I got really mechanical. I was always into making stuff. I remember, uh, I was like maybe 11, or 12. And like, One thing that was cool about my parents, they were really kind of like free, like, you know, like most people, like, you know, the sun comes up, my mom opened the door and we'd go split and like, we'd come back in at eight o'clock at night, every night, you know, they were kind of free to just do whatever, you know, like parents had total faith in us. Thank God we were like pretty straight kids. You know, we didn't blow it too hard. Yeah. Um, I think that's why they just let us keep running amok. (laughs) But you know, like out in the garage, I was, my my dad tells me I was like 11 or 12, but I built a hovercraft nice you know like i remember like we were watching something and i was my, i remember asking my dad how hovercraft worked hmm. and i remember going out the garage tell, or telling my dad i'm gonna build one he's like okay i took a piece of plywood um and uh took some black uh or uh some thick painter's tarp yeah. kind of thing wrapped around the bottom staple gunned do 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 on yeah. the top side poked holes in the bottom and then uh my dad let me use a hole saw i don't nice to, and I cut like a three inch hole in it mm-hmm. and my dad had like an electric leaf blower yeah and basically I used like plumber's tape and also stuff to rig the that to the center of it yeah and I put a little launcher and you know we'd have like big long uh, extension cords and my and basically it was just like uh air hockey yeah. in the backyard so I obviously had no way of controlling it, but I'd turn it on and the whole thing would lift up and I was small enough to where it could carry me so my parents could actually push me back and forth across the patio and it was like That's 20 amazing. feet and so it's like I don't know. That was like that's from from there on out. I think it's just everything kind of became mechanical. Like I was always tinkering on stuff. You know, yeah. obviously taking bikes apart. And you know that's nothing new. That's what all little kids did. Well, but, I mean, uh, there's there's like
1: when I grew up, there was my friends. We all we all BMXed. So or freestyled. Yeah. And then at some point they skated. But there was the, there was the friends that kinda could take their bikes apart, but they couldn't get them back together. Yeah. And then there was like me, who I could take the bike apart, put it back together. I, so I think I guess what I'm getting at is that there's something special about people who continue to pursue that they have that mechanical inclination you know it's like the classic like oh your your story oh i saw this show and they were showing hovercrafts and i like i'm gonna make that went out to my garage and <laughs> next thing you know you're like
0: in the backyard yeah you know that's gnarly and i mean i was a i was kind of like a i mean this i sound i hate saying this uh, I don't want to say, like, I was smart, but when I was younger, I was, I was a little more sharp, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, did really good in school. I had lo- a lot of advanced programs and stuff. Uh, Nothing wrong with being smart. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying, like, I'm smart, but, you know, I was just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> it's I hard. don't really know where I'm it's, going with that. It's hard to toot your head. I was, well, I'm not even, it's not even <laughs> that. I was just, <laughs> I, I just looked at things differently, Yeah, you yeah. know? I was just really interested in a lot of things, like, everything would spark my interest. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, what's that? How does that work? And I would really, you know, I wouldn't just be like... Oh cool airplane. You know, I'd yeah. be like, I wanna know how that works. Why
1: is that flying? Yeah,
0: you know what I mean? And or so, why isn't it falling? Yeah, so it was always these questions. That's yeah. that's what always sparked me like diving further into things, like yeah. investigating and just seeing how they work, I guess.
1: I think that's um that mentality is uh like on the in the computer world, that's you know, people nickname that those people hackers, right? They're legit, yeah. like they wanna know. That's
0: actually by the way, like my little brother. Yeah. He got in trouble in school for hacking into school's <laughs> nice. computer.
1: That's how gnarly and weird he is. Wait, was he busted for it? Yeah, no, he got
0: in trouble. And like did he
1: admit that he did it?
0: Uh he got kicked out of school. Okay. Some some I don't know. I don't know how they chased that down, but they were able to follow <laughs> back to him. They probably just bullied him.
1: You did it, you know you did it. <laughs> yeah, he he's a sucker but those those <laughs> that mentality I mean that's a hacker mentality right and I think I've noticed this where I can kind of bridge that mentality to mechanical things as well it's like the hack mentality is I want to know why how that works and why and I'm going to take it apart to figure it out or
0: I'm going to build one yeah you know that's kind of like how it was for me you know yeah. and the thing is like we didn't really have money so a lot of things is like we're really like I mean I grew up not necessarily toys but like shovels and dirt you know my parents like you know so we you know build tracks we didn't really play toys video games like we didn't have money for video games like i remember like man we got like the nintendo like the 8-bit nes or whatever like well after everybody else had already had one you know and but Mm -hmm. it never really like intrigued me i never really progressed past that neither did my brothers like we were all kind of like on the same level as just being like dirty kids like we were yeah. outside kids yeah. you know like um but yeah i don't know that's kind of a
1: no it's it it makes sense i mean you were um it's weird i think that the era of you know our us growing up because we're right around the same age is that um we were like you <clears> said the door would open and we'd be out the door and i know for me i didn't even come home until like sometimes 10 11 o'clock at yeah night.
0: and that was the same thing we lived in a little cul-de-sac and there was like three other kids at the same age so it literally was mm-hmm. like A compound like there's really nothing to worry about. It's just like you know.
1: And we were doing that. We were building jumps. We were building half pipes. You know, when when everybody got into skating, it was building half pipes and and lawn tramps and quarter pipes and all that. So it's just a different era. Now kids
0: are you know, (laughs) what's on Netflix? I'm bored. It's it's kind of a bummer, man. Like I mean, my daughter's four four and a half, and she's she knows how to work like everything. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like she can use my phone and all these all the iPads and all that stuff. I yeah. still kind of struggle. And she's four, Yeah, you know? It's like, man, when I was four, I, I don't even know if I knew how to talk, you know? It's just like, <laughs> it's crazy.
1: Like, you had that little telephone on like a string that you pull and it like rings. Do you remember that? Yes. The little eyes go exactly, googly. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, that's well, a trip. So Okay, so your dad, which I think is pretty awesome that the artwork, you know, drew you into the love of, of cars. That's pretty amazing. And that was another
0: thing too, like from that, like actually both not just my dad but like my dad uh, as far as the automobile like that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and my mom also was really artistic so it's like I got really into drawing and I used to draw a ton like in high school I was really into it obviously I I faded out of it you know Mm -hmm. like other things took way more precedence you know like skateboarding yeah (laughs) that ruled my life for so long (laughs) and uh
1: which you still do right
0: I I totally still do well I'm trying definitely not as much as I'd like to but uh you know you know I, it, art was a big thing you know and i definitely don't consider myself an artist i still don't even though like sometimes i kind of get suckered into doing art artistic kind of deals like mm-hmm. it's yeah i'm we, not an artist we could use a logo for chopper profits
1: <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding <clears throat> um but yeah so that so you did you did art then yeah I mean, it was um, part of your
0: yeah i was really into drawing and like kind of comic books kind of like came in came and went a little bit you know yeah but uh yeah that was kind of it you know did until you draw comic books or did you i ever- was really into like drawing the characters yeah. you know i was like just drawing those buff ass dudes look yeah cool you know like you learned the formula on how to draw arms yeah. and muscles yeah. and uh, the perspective of them coming at you or going away from you yeah and once i kind of at least i told myself i figured it out i kind of sh- stopped with that and moved on to other stuff but uh yeah i don't know i never took that anywhere i was never really that good i was really into it but i wasn't like like killer you you know do you think it fits
1: that kind of uh, again that that hack mentality of like you you figured out how to draw you figured out like the the things that you could take ideas and transfer them into art
0: kind of yeah it's like I, i like to And this kind of, like, transfers over to almost everything I do. It's like, I like to get good enough, Mm -hmm. you know, to where I can get by.
1: Jack of all trades.
0: Kind of. Master of none, (laughs) for sure. For sure. You're in good company. You know, so that's kind of, it's like, okay, I got enough, like, you know. Yeah. On to the next thing.
1: Which is a great segue to um, how, at what point then did you move to even get interested in, in
0: bikes? Well, I mean, like i mean i think i've I've said this before like in the six over i was i was into cars you know mm-hmm. as when i was getting older i kind of got into like i was into like jeeps and stuff and high school like off-road stuff and then after that like my friend craig growing up he was uh he grew up in like a hot rod family mm-hmm. you know he had in high school he drove like a cherry 57 chevy like wow it was gnarly you know yeah. what i mean but that's his life and i wasn't totally into it until after high school and like you know he had a 59 bel air and i was just like you know, he was always like, dude, you need to get an old car. And finally got an old car. And then and then that. after that, like, all my friends, like, we all started getting old cars. Mm-hmm. And then um, then all my friends started selling all their cars. And I don't know. God, I feel so retarded repeating, like, basically the same thing yeah. I said in the movie. But, I <laughs> that's mean, that's, okay. that's it. You it's the first like, time you said it here. Maybe
1: there's people that probably haven't you seen it. You know, summer. like, I,
0: you know, all my friends sold the cars. And it's just me and my friend Craig. And it's kind of like, you know, you see bikes around, you know. And I had friends who had bikes. But I just wasn't it always just seemed like so unattainable you know yeah. it's like oh man choppers you know my dad when he uh this was kind of gnarly he before he met my mom or maybe they just met they were just dating mm-hmm. um my dad rode like a honda cb750 or something like that and uh he he slammed on it I, it was like a foggy day and he wrecked and he kind of like wrapped himself around a uh like a tree Oof. or something like in garden grove he got really close to the gutter like trying to avoid a car he mm-hmm. got kind of pinched up against the gutter and just kind of fell over and just wrapped around a tree and you know he picked the bike up you know called my went to a payphone, called my uncle and they loaded the bike into a truck mm-hmm. you know went home and my dad just kind of sitting there like oh man like my, you know my st- stomach hurts you know it's like well yeah you just wrecked into a tree like yeah that's gonna hurt you know and then he started kind of going in and out of consciousness with the doctors and uh, they ended up uh, like, I guess my dad, what he remembers, like the last thing I remember is being in the like emergency room and just going in and out of consciousness. And I remember the doctor taking like this glass tube and just sticking it into my stomach and blood shooting out. And I was just wow. like, and that was it. It was kind of like gnarly internal bleeding. Turns out like he completely ruptured his intestines, just, just shredded they wow. had to really remove like half of his intestine. Yeah. Um, like his whole just stomach area was just wasted. He's got a scar from, you know, from like the top of his junk to like, you know, in the middle of his <sighs> chest where they just ripped him open. Gnarly. And, uh, but, you know, so it's like, like the idea of a bike, mm-hmm. like all the flattering and seemed <laughs> cool, you yeah. know, I, I just kind of go back to my dad, like, oh man, like it, it was, they're cool, but they're not that cool. Yeah. You know? Um, Are they cool enough to risk my life? <laughs> yeah, you know, because I, I didn't, because I, there wasn't, the seed hadn't been planted, you know? Like, it yeah. wasn't like, I'll risk everything for this chopper, you know? I'm not saying it's like that now, but, mm-hmm. you know, I just, it just didn't, like, imprint on me yet, yeah. you know? But then, like, you know, you start, I started seeing a couple of them. I mean, this is, man, I don't know, like, ten years ago when, like, I started getting interested, you know? It's, it was, like, right before... Like and I'm not saying this to try to be like, oh, I was before right. the cool stuff, but it was like right before like the American uh like the biker build off stuff on yeah, Discovery. Yeah, like yeah. I was I was entertaining the idea like and just before all that stuff. And then when that stuff kinda came on, I was like, okay, like not that I was into that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but I was like, okay, a bike that's it's not that crazy to yeah. get, you know. And that was it. So
1: what was the first bike then that, that you that
0: My first you bike had? was like a BSA. It was actually a, it was crazy. I bought this uh, this roller off uh, out of the Penny Saver. It was a mm-hmm. I At the time, I didn't even know what it was. I just knew it was a chopper. It was like this rigid, long, extended Springer, um, kind of this gnarly looking bike. Um, all I knew was that it was a British bike. I didn't know if it was BSA or Triumph because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, they looked the same back mm-hmm. then. And you know, now it's night and day. But now back then, tell. I was just like, I don't even know what it is, but I know it's a chopper, and it was like 150 bucks. Wow. So I was like all right, this is my entrance into motorcycles, you know? So I got that and, uh, and you know, and I had the thing for a, like s- six months or a year before I even knew what motor fit in it, you know? <laughs> Cause awesome. I, it just, it, it just looked cool in my garage, you know? It was, yeah. I like, stare at it like, okay, there's my chopper dream right there. You know, it yeah. kind of looked like what I'm, you know, what I want to build. Um, but then I don't know, probably like six months after that, you know or once i actually found out what it was i found another like a bsa a pretty complete like basket case Mm -hmm. and that was like 600 bucks Mm -hmm. you know and my friend craig uh actually helped me buy that knucklehead and i still owe money for he actually helped me buy that (laughs) he helped me buy my first bike and my last bike uh, it's ridiculous see now it's recorded he, yeah well i don't i'm not hiding it like i'm in
1: debt to people for, no i mean now that it's recorded he, he's gonna go oh yeah that's right he does owe. Me.
0: yeah but you know what as much as money as i owe him like like on the uh the mental debt i think i'm square yeah. like dude i've i've done so much you know like well, it's a back and forth yeah yeah you know it's a you owe him
1: money and he owes you back part of your emotional just and a, yeah you name it, yeah everything
0: else <laughs> uh, but uh and that was it and then i just started piecing that thing together so that was technically the first did you ever get it running yeah no i got it running cool um and i rode it around for a while it was always giving me problems you know i never got it dialed
1: and it was a bsa
0: yeah it was a bsa 67 and uh, stalled again yeah i mean <laughs> i mean considering like how much it cost and how little I knew. Yeah. It's kind of shocking that it even worked. That's rad. But, uh,
1: and you literally, you took parts from the basket case and put it in the chopper. Yeah. Yeah. Motor. And then I ended
0: up, I mean, it was crazy. I ended up like going like chop. I really went chopper. Like I m- actually grafted the front frame. Cause it had on the basket case had numbers. Okay. So I grafted that onto the hard tail of basically cut the hard tail off the roller. I had mm-hmm. grafted those two. And, uh, so then my new roller actually didn't have any rake in it. So I chopped the Springer and mind you, all of this is, uh, I was still kind of like getting used to like doing my own fabrication stuff. Like yeah. I've done a little bit of car stuff, you know, but, uh, you know, stuff but on that level was a little,
1: by that time were you, you know, decent welder and
0: I mean, I could MIG weld uh, yeah. good enough, you know, it's not the hardest thing to do, Sure. but, uh, you know, nothing looked pretty. Yeah, you know, like finish weld, like wasn't wasn't even a concept to me. It was just like, <laughs> just you want it to hold. Yeah, you know. Nowadays, I can, you know, I take a little more time, make it actually look pretty. Sure, you know. But uh, yeah. I mean, like like I said, that bike was kind of rough, you know. But, but, but it, was not, first, it was your first? But it was your first. You know, like there's there's a lot of guys who can afford to go into it full speed ahead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, in what there are? Well, well, I don't. Know anybody well, like well, you know, you see them, there's guys yeah, that, can, yeah. that can do it, you know, yeah. like, you know, that whether they make a lot of money or parents have a lot of money. And I'm not judging, you know, yeah, but yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like, some people could do it right. Yeah. Some come right out the gate, like, hot, like, dang, first bike, bitch and panhead. Yeah. You know, like, oh, God, you know, it's like, you know how many bikes I had to like buy and fail before yeah. I got to that level, you know? I had to step my way. You know what what I mean? mean? Yeah. All but, that. but, you know, in looking back, like, I almost want to be like that bitter guy and be like, no, you got to work your way up. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, why waste that time? You know, if I could look back, if I knew, God, yeah. I would have just save my money and just bought the Harley I wanted yeah. or yeah. just bought the whatever that I wanted right out the gate, you yeah. know? So it's, it's hard to be like bitter because like, no, actually in the long run, that's best for you is to buy the bike you want first, Yeah, you know, or at least aim close to that.
1: Well, and think about, you know, I mean, we can only speculate, but think about what your life would have been like had you just saved and waited and got a harley. It would have been different. It would yeah. have been a different experience.
0: Good yeah. or bad, I don't know. Yeah, no, and that's the thing, like I, I don't like to look back and be all like you know, regretful. You know, yeah. it is what it is, you know. I did a lot of cool stuff with that shitty BSA, like yeah. and there's a lot of cool stuff I didn't do with it, you know. But uh that that's just it. That's just life. You yeah. know, I'm not you know of You can you can't change it. No, no, yeah. There's not even a whole lot I can really elaborate on that, you know? It's just right. it's just that simple. That's rad. I'll have to, I mean, after the show, I'd love to, if
1: you have a picture of it somewhere. I think I've got a I picture. I might,
0: it. I have to have a picture of my phone just to, like, embarrass myself on the right. show of people. Like,
1: um, I don't know if it's still there and, and by the, you know, by the time this podcast airs, I, I'm sure it'll be sold at some point, but um, Classic Cycles over here in Orange, they had a BSA chopper um, that I want to say it's pretty close to the description you just gave. Yeah. Maybe it's the same bike.
0: I don't know. (laughs) No, no, no. I think that bike (laughs) ended up getting blown apart and Uh. going half of it went somewhere. Another half went somewhere else. And I think I I still have the seat that came off it. It was a a bait seat, which back then, Mm. like, you know, I didn't know. But nowadays they're pretty hot commodity, I guess. You know, but that's the only thing I have off of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> so at so then you obviously you got your your feet wet with a bsa and and uh, started chopping and then what progressed and this may be a big jump but what progressed or what was the progression from that bike to like, the first day of at the risers
0: um no i mean god i don't know it was just there wasn't really anything specific. Like I didn't have a goal, mm-hmm. you know, and there was just, it was just like, it kind of overcame, you know what I mean? Like the cars, it, you know what it was? It just, cars just seemed too big too yeah. like, Oh man, I'll never finish that. You know, bikes. Once I got the BSA figured out, I realized, dude, it's pretty easy. You know what I mean? Just if you rin- really just and repeat. Yeah. If you just focus and just, you know, actually know what you're looking for, you know, as like that's what it was. I just kind of got smarter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and I don't know why I kept doing bikes, you know, it just, it kind of got its hooks in me, you know? Yeah. So we well, obviously was, love doing
1: it. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's cool. Like, and I like to, you know, one thing I really do is I always uh, brush it off like, oh, you know, it's like, they're cool, but you know, it's not that big of a deal. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of the attitude I have, but God, dude, it they really do mean so much to me. Like, yeah. like I was saying, if I, every time I open my garage, I'm just like stoked, you know, it's, yeah. you know I mean? That's, like I'm pumped, like where I'm at, you know, of course it'd be right to have like 10 more knuckleheads in my garage and whatever, you know, maybe a Vincent cause those are pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, that's not going to happen.
1: I know that's Stoke because i you know, with my garage, like it's gone from being just this place <coughs> where it has a lawnmower and a bunch of kids toys to, I've added stuff to it now, but you know, I open when I come home and my wife hits the garage cause I'm not, rich enough to have my own remote on my bike. So my <laughs> wife hits the garage door when I come home, and I, I'm back on my bike, and I'm looking at my shop. Well, my garage. I'm like, mm, that's all it is to me, too. <laughs> this, is, this is mine. Like, this is, I have a workbench with, like, some tools, and this is more than my dad ever had.
0: It just looks cool, you know? I, I mean, love it. I hate, again, I hate saying this, too, but um, it, it's not me showing off, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh, look at all the stuff I have. But it is kind of me, like... Hey man, look at this! Is how much I love this stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm willing to just dedicate my entire garage. My garage is all motorcycle stuff. Yeah, it's, or at least you know, um, you know, there's no like house. There's no like old baby clothes up in the rafters. It's right. It's pretty much just that's my spot. Like that's my zone out spot. You know, and it's, it's my dedication to the chopper gods. Like, yeah. This is my offering. Like, <laughs> you're like I, I'm not worthy. What's on the altar this week? Uh,
1: the knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, I've, I've always loved the pictures of, you know, or video, um, segments that I've seen where guys open their garages and they've got, you know, like, f- I don't know, 10 or 15 tanks hang in. They've got, you know, fenders and front ends. I mean, there's
0: a recipe to it. There's definitely a recipe to it. You know, you got your tank area. Yeah. you got your little trinket area behind the glass case and, you know, but it's because it's rad. Yeah. You know, like you want to be like, oh, this is cliche. Where's your little like rare parts case? But like, that's just what it means to people. You know, it's like you want to keep stuff safe. You want to keep it like, or you want to keep it out in the open. You want people to walk up to it and look at like, a tank that's got this crazy like acid trip paint job on yeah. it, and just be like, "What the hell was that guy thinking when he painted that?" Like, you know, it's like an. That inter- was painted in the sixties. Yeah, you know, it's like an interactive museum. That's yeah. why, how I look at it. You know,
1: it's uh, it reminds me of um, <clears throat> not not to you know uh, promote them, but it reminds me of the psychology. You know, their little uh, they have their little museum area, and you walk through there, and you're like,
0: "No, that's that's a primo example of yeah. like a collect of a museum." It's you know? like, whoa!
1: Look at- I remember we brought back. <laughs> We brought back, from my pops' stuff, uh, we brought back this box. It was obviously empty and half-crushed, but it was a box of hogskins, uh, little, like, Harley, you know, yeah.
0: condoms. And, uh, I mean, that stuff doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, you know, it's like you can't, it's hard to just let that stuff go, Yeah, you know. It's weird. I'm, uh, like, I'm, for lack of a better term, straight edge, you know, like I don't smoke yeah. or drink or anything. But I've got, like, I don't want to say sizable but like I've got quite a big collection of like weird drug paraphernalia for yeah. some reason. I'm like a weird collector. Like I can't have just one of anything. Like sure. It, whatever I'm interested I gotta have multiple, you know? So yeah. now it's like bikes. I've got a bunch of bikes. And it's like, oh I got some tanks. You gotta have a bunch of tanks. And it's like for some reason I think I don't even know what it was. I I got this weird pipe a long time ago. It was it's kinda like a naked chick bent over and it's like she's holding the bull and you smoke out of her butthole. Like, <laughs> You put your lips on her on her asshole, and that's how you smoke it. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And so th- once I got that, and then it's just like everywhere I go, if I see like some goofy pipe or just
1: yeah,
0: you know, I've got I've got my friend Davey gave me the ultimate like, gosh, I don't know how to describe it. You know, kind of coralo- goes in, in hand with uh, I kind of got into unicorn stuff for some reason right. as a joke. Yeah, it was just a unicorn thing, and then all of a sudden like. Friends started giving me unicorn shit for my <laughs> birthdays, and I'm just buying unicorn stuff. I don't know, but so I'm into unicorns and then uh this drug paraphernalia weirdness. And then my friend Davey got me this it's like this leather bound, like just cocaine kit. Wow. And, and so, and there's a unicorn embossed on the leather, and it's old. That's awesome. old. You open it up, and there's like the glass. It's like this wizard, like this glittery wizard glass. And then you open up this little pouch, and it's got the perfect little spoon wow. and, like, the little, uh, little container for the yeah. Coke or whatever. And it's, like, it's the, the most epic piece. And, That's like, my crazy. friend Davey gave it me. He's just, like, he's all, like, dude, everybody's going to hate me for giving you this, but I know you'll take care of it. Yeah. He's, like, I know you're not going to, like, use it and end up breaking the glass and losing half the shit like we will. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, he's, like, I know this will be intact That's you know awesome so
1: you they know. still sell kits like that no, um, I, i'm
0: sure they i'm sure they do like
1: i, I, I was in holland and i walked in this store and i remember when you said you know this coke like kit there literally was this black leather bound <coughs> thing that you know had the little mirror and it was more like the yeah it was the the protestant like you know <laughs> kit versus yeah. like this traditional 60s oh, kit. it's so bad John, and i tripped out on that i'm like wow i just never really thought you know there's a there's a whole market for that <laughs> there
0: is there totally is
1: <laughs> and um yeah and the, the best thing about that is like you're not you know you're totally not into drugs no enough.
0: not at all not at all um yeah i, I always trip on that. people are like dude if a cop comes here he might give you you know, it's like well for starters why would a cop even come to my house yeah. you know really but uh you know it's like it's pretty obvious that it, i'm not a <laughs> recreational user it's yeah. kind of displayed in this like majestic setting it's <laughs> Like, obviously, I'm not partying. (laughs) Maybe he just wants to see your unicorn collection. You know, anybody's welcome to check out the unicorner of my (laughs) garage. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's my dedicated spot.
1: (laughs) So there was a point at at some point, though, that you decided you you came up with the name At The Risers. Well,
0: At The Risers is actually like my friend Brandon came from these. Okay, At The Risers, the name comes from like Brandon from Mullins Chain Drive uh, like he used to live down here in Long Beach and we were buds. And I remember one time we were at his house and we were making these bars for a bike up for me. And, uh, cause I didn't have a welder at the time. I had just moved houses and, and even if I did have a welder, it would look like shit, you know? <laughs> so it's better to have like him or, and T-Bone was, it was me, him and T-Bone were over mm-hmm. there. And, uh, so like bent up the things and T-Bone was going to weld it. And, uh, and they're super skinny, like super, super skinny. Like your thumbs could touch, you know, it yeah. was ridiculous little T-bars. And, uh, and I remember like, we we're just kind of sitting there and Brandon's like, yeah, it's like your hands are like, you're like at the risers. And it was just kind of like, it was one of those things like he said it. And then it was kind of like at the risers and he's like ATR at the risers. And that was kind of That's it. Right. And it wasn't anything serious. Like, I mean, it was, I give credit to Brandon, he, you know, he, yeah. he, it was his thing, you know, it came out of his mouth. And then like for a while, it was just kind of a joke, you know, like it was like, oh, ATR, like that was our little crew, ATR, mm-hmm. you know and uh i think t-bone made these little points covers because he was working at west coast choppers for a minute and uh you know they had a water jet and blasted out a couple of these little like cone shovel um that said atr and in but that was the extent of it it was it was totally nothing yeah and then uh you know so brandon's got you know fast forward a little bit and brandon's got uh mullen's chain drive and Mm -hmm. t-bone's got noise and I kind of just felt a little left out of the whole. Like,
1: I need something. Yeah,
0: I mean, it sounds gay, but that's (laughs) what it was. I was just kind of felt like out of the loop. Like, not that I felt I had anything to offer. Yeah, I just wanted in a little bit, you know. And and I always thought that name sounded cool. You know, at the risers, it. You know, it's definitely better. It was poetic. It's better than behind bars. Behind bars. Holy shit! (laughs) I never thought of that, but God, that uh, that, it could
1: have been behind bars. (laughs) <laughs> see what you missed out on <laughs> i think at the rise is awesome and in fact um i remember the first time i saw an ad somewhere i can't remember where it wasn't like i don't think it was like a professional ad like that you submitted and paid for it was just an ad- oh god i don't pay for anything it was an i don't give th- i don't give that much of a shit about <laughs> yeah. atr
0: to push it that hard
1: it was just something that said atr and i'm like oh maybe it was actually it may have been on uh, the get chopped out blog
0: I mean, yeah, maybe. I saw like a little blurb or something. Or yeah, maybe most, was most of the stuff, stuff that just like promotion amongst friends. Like yeah. people would post like, oh, this is Jason Singh or so-and-so. Yeah. That's, what, that's, that's what it was
1: actually. And now that I think about it, it was on the, the right-hand side of somebody's blog and it had like ATR and, you know, yeah. and I was like, what's that? Click on it. Oh, this is cool.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, from the get-go, it's, it's never been anything serious. Yeah. You know, like I think my opening statement was something just – God, I can't remember what it says on the blog, but it's just goofy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you can't take yourself too serious Yeah, in this game, I think. Uh, yeah, when you do, it's, you know whatever that's when
1: that's when one (laughs) foot steps over and yeah yeah
0: and it gets noticed you know and i think people can sense that maybe people don't but like people who know sense it you know it's just like hey man take it easy it's just fucking motorcycles yeah you know because that's all it is it's just you know and again like as much as as uh i do like them Mm -hmm. you know it is at the core of it's just motorcycles like it's nothing like lose sleep over really if you had to choose between
1: motorcycles and your family oh come on dude yeah. that, that, and i think and i would hope
0: <laughs> i would hope nobody blows it on that answer yeah. you know that's a pretty <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> i would hope yeah truth that is true because <laughs> if you do
1: then you got fucking I, problems i know a good counselor yeah yeah <laughs> all right well let's let's talk about um your other love, I could
0: definitely see motorcycles getting in the way of family. Oh yeah, for sure. you know because I do. I think we all suffer from that. Yeah, you know dinner. But. What? What? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, totally. I couldn't hear you. Dinner.
1: <laughs> I, all right.
0: Just I see. might lose my family because of motorcycles. Yes. But choice, if I had a choice, if I had a choice, if I had a choice, I'm trying to laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just laughing because that was my that was tonight. I'm you know primer in my wife's frame, and she's like dinner's on the table. And it literally took, except for my three-and-a-half-year-old, all the kids came outside. Like, Dad, and finally my, my middle, was my middle? My oldest. My oldest comes out, and she goes, with a smile on her face, like a little smirk, she goes, Get your butt inside. Awesome. Because she was just relaying the message <laughs> that, my mo- that my mom, yeah. that my mom Sometimes said. feels like your mom, I yeah. know. Get out of the garage. Quit playing with those things. So, your other love, obviously, um, which is motorcycle, um, around motorcycles, is you've been attending swap meets for a while
0: yeah i mean that's kind of at the core that's what you know i'm not necessarily plugged in there's guys that are plugged into like Mm -hmm. all the chopper hotspots, like where to get the parts but you know that's kind of where it all starts you know these old bikes you gotta there's no store that sells yeah you know i mean there is maybe but
1: I would I would say if there was one store it would probably be Garage Co. Right? Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, the Walmart of yeah, motorcycle shops. Crazy.
0: <laughs> what um,
1: um, what what's one of the best finds you've ever had at a swap meet?
0: Man, I don't really have any. You don't have that one. super gold mines. I mean, there's just been little trinket parts here and there. I mean, it it depends on how you how you gauge that. Is like the most valuable part um, or is like just the most coolest part. Yeah, you know, because like be coolest. I,
1: God i don't put monetary value on things as much as i do like, i mean i don't know that's... like that that
0: little cocaine kid i was telling you about isn't yeah. even chopper related but that was at like three swap meets ago and that was probably one of the coolest things i've wow. ever got. And, and i didn't even buy it you yeah. know but uh you know it's it it's usually just like cool gas tanks or yeah. something there's not i can't really think of one notable like end all piece you know because everything is like i said it's kind of just becomes a blur to me, you know I yeah. it's hard for me to pick apart like in my garage, I kind of just love everything, yeah, everything has its place. there's a reason I buy stuff. I buy stuff because I want it, yeah. you know like I don't see value, I don't see monetary value in anything. It's just like yeah. how much do I love that, or do I really love that? I'm gonna give you a, a you know? <laughs> short, simple test if
1: I was to walk into your garage and pull one tank off your tank wall and remove it, would you freak out if you pulled it off the wall?
0: yeah no, I don't care <laughs> if you dropped it or ran off it i'd be kind of (laughs) bummed i was checking to see if the if there was any ocd no 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 because it's again it's one of those things like like dude involve yourself in this yeah you know like check out how cool this is like feel how heavy feel how much bondo is in this fucking gas tank you know like check it out the the gas tank's actually only about three inches
1: wide by about six inches long but it's got a shell that it's bulletproof literally (laughs) have you ever um Aside from swamis have you ever had any, like, great, like, barn find type, you know, quote-unquote barn finds, where you've just been like, holy crap, like, this is yeah, awesome.
0: man, I don't know, like, I mean, I've found cool stuff, you know, but never, it's like, you know, it's not like I bought my knucklehead for $400 or something like yeah. that, you know, it's, like, when I did get my knucklehead, I guess that's one thing, because that's, that seems to be, like, kind of, like, the pinnacle, you know, people want, like, everybody's kind of got knuckle fever right now everybody's yeah. selling off all their shit to buy knuckleheads which is cool you know just makes gonna make panheads get that much more valuable pretty soon here yeah. um but uh hopefully
1: more affordable yeah yeah you know <laughs> well it
0: probably will be because for a minute everybody's selling all their panhead stuff for, yeah, you know
1: trying to get knuckles yeah
0: but uh i remember like when i first saw that thing you know i drove out to arizona to get it and mm-hmm. uh man i just it was one of those things like I, am i really gonna get a knucklehead right now you know because i'm still i'm still a kid when it comes to that stuff you know yeah. and and to be honest i wasn't really looking for a knucklehead like i wasn't trying to take that next like progressional step like you know it was just like it was just in the moment you know me yeah. and my friends were talking like oh man like it'd be cool to do something to invest in something that's actually worth money you know like and i was actually trying to get my friend craig to buy it because i didn't have money yeah i was like dude you should buy this you know because yeah. he had a shovel head and he just had a bunch of money you know he wanted to just spend um but then he was just like you know what why don't you get it he's like you love this stuff way more than i do we'll figure it out wow and then uh somebody's like fuck it let's go out to arizona and get this thing and, you know we end up getting in got like another you know a bunch of other parts and so there was well again it wasn't like a gold mine but it like it was like the cool of the cool that's kind of how i felt like driving home just just driving home looking in the back of the van yeah. and actually you know i didn't even i made my friend craig drive so i could sit in the <laughs> i literally sat in the back taking yeah. turns sitting on the knuckle, like sitting on the bike just driving? in the van just going like holy shit we did this we just did this oh my god <laughs> yeah. you know that's awesome but uh i mean i guess that was kind of a mind blower yeah you know that I actually had one, you know. But now that I have one, it's like, oh fuck, they're overrated. Yeah, they suck. But uh, <laughs> you know? but whatever, it's cool. It's
1: uh, that's uh, again, that's part of the experience, right? You know, it's um yeah, you live, you learn. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that is because awesome. that thing kicked my ass. Um, <laughs> where did, in in Arizona did you buy it from? Like a private party, or was it? Yeah,
0: cause... it was from this dude that I just kind of okay like linked up with and you know word of mouth because oh, i know jeremiah is
1: like the knuckle king out he there. is
0: he's 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 plugged in you know yeah. um it just flew under his radar i guess i got lucky you got lucky i got lucky that's all it was <laughs> i was... chalk it up to nothing but luck that's awesome the, the lucky knuckle
1: yeah um well i we did we talked a little bit before the show and um I hate to even ask this question because I think I know the answer, but um, it's something that I do like to ask because um, people who have been listening to the podcast for any length of time know that um, I do this not because I'm making tons of money off of it or any money for that matter. Of course not. I do it because I really like to see people helping people. And I think that everyone's story, um, as unique as it is, there's always elements that people can pull from it. Like, you know, you're going through something, someone else is listening and they're just like, well, shoot, if he, if he made it through, like maybe I can make it through it or whatever it may be. Yeah. But, um, so the question is, is that, um, what's the worst thing that you've ever had to experience in your life?
0: Dude. I mean, like we were just talking about literally yesterday, I found out my mom's got stage four lung cancer. That's, spread to her brain and they gave her six months or whatever um that is probably the heaviest thing you know because like i was saying earlier like you know my family's pretty tight you know like Mm. and it's tight because it's because we don't i don't have a big family you know like Mm. my dad my dad was adopted and basically his entire side of his family is dead except Mm. for like his brother and his sister who live in arizona in just don't really talk to a lot not for any bad reasons just you know my yeah. dad came unplugged and came out here to california you know and then uh my mom's got her side of the family but like we're, they all live in arizona you know, it's really just my mom my dad and my two brothers mm-hmm. B- outside of like you know my wife and You're my kids family. you, you yeah. know what i'm saying like, like like that core base of it so yeah that that right there you know that's kind of the gnarliest thing I've ever heard was last night. And so
1: my, my it's been a
0: rough 24 hours. My follow up question is usually
1: <laughs> like, well, what gets you, what's gotten you through, you know, this time, but I, it's like, I can't it's really so ask fast, that. It's so fast, man. Yeah. It's
0: so fast. I like, you know, I I guess one of the things I like to think of like the positive would be like, I know like my dad, this one, dude, this one wrecked me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say this is like, maybe six years ago or eight years ago um my dad's dad my grandpa lived in arizona mm-hmm. um and i remember he, you know he's one of those guys who's old and he was super healthy like mm-hmm. really active always doing stuff you know it's like um played golf into his like 80s you know he was just doing it and uh i guess one day he just got sick and he was in the hospital and then uh and my dad gets a phone call from his sister like hey paul like um this happened real sudden dad's in the hospital you need to get out here maybe to say your goodbyes mm. you know and it was it was so fast like i don't remember i don't see don't remember exactly what it was you know maybe just old age just the button just yeah. you know and uh, i remember my i had moved out i wasn't even living you know i was on my own and i remember hearing from my mom hey um i guess your grandpa's in the hospital we're going out your dad just got home from work we're driving out there right now um, they're saying it might be time to say your goodbyes huh. and I was like shit, man, that sucks and I remember, uh, My mom and dad drove out to arizona and they were probably like 40 minutes away when they got the phone call like hey dad's gone man. And uh, you know, my dad didn't even get a chance to say Goodbye yeah. to his dad, you know, like he hadn't even talked to his dad in like a few months leading up to that You know, so he didn't even get the chance to say Like goodbye and I remember that just that alone like fucked me up so hard just thinking like like i don't ever want to i want to right i don't and and it's kind of kept me close to home you know i live a few blocks from my from my folks you know i mean we're all still live pretty proximity real close and it's like i want it to be and granted i don't go over there every day right you know and i kind of abuse abuse it a little bit (laughs) but you know i like knowing that there are stones throw away like if i do need to go somewhere i'm right there you know And, and i guess that's you know, with my mom, it's not immediate. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's hard to say, like, would I be, would it be easier if she just got, or somebody just got hit by a car or whatever and right. that was it? Or the slow, you know, and, but and I mean. Not knowing. Yeah, and, it, God, man, it, it's still so soon. But at least I know, like, I have a chance to, like, not redeem or make a friend because I, I was a good kid, you know, like, yeah. I didn't blow it, you know, I didn't ruin anything, but uh, I'll be there, you know, yeah. I know I'll be there to the, the variant, and that's that's a little comforting mm-hmm. knowing, but at the same at the same time, like fucking scary, yeah. you know. I've seen it happen with other family members, and man, cancer is just the worst, dude. It's the worst, and uh you know, it's one of those things you just don't think, even though it's happened so many times. Yeah. You don't think like that's not going to happen to us. Like we're good, you know. My parents are young, you know. She's like like fifty seven. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like young. But, uh, you know, like, even today, like, me and my wife, my daughter, we went out to eat just for lunch. And, uh, man, just walking around just seeing like we went to Marie Mm Calendars. They've got a great turkey croissant sandwich, by the way.
1: (laughs) Um, I was going to say, that's also a a, a, a gathering place for, I think, elderly people.
0: Exactly, exactly. And, and, you know, obviously it didn't cross my mind. But going there and I'm just seeing, like, all these old people. And, like, that hit me so hard. Like, I've Mm kind of kept my cool, but, like, just walking out the car like i lost it just thinking yeah. like you know and i'm i'm having a kid like in a week yeah like my second kid you know and like this is supposed to be like a rad time you know yeah. like dude i'm having another kid everybody's stoked you know my mom's dad are gonna have another grandkid and ah oh, dude and even yeah
1: mom's supposed to grow old and like eat her pie at marie calendars yeah about you know you
0: know like and uh it's just it's, it's so, I can't even describe it, yeah. you know, I, it hasn't even really set in, you know, like.
1: I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> that I had, that I even asked the question, but at the same time, you know, I, I think it'll be at some point, maybe good. We'll look back on the. Yeah. On
0: the yeah. Screen. That's what, you know, my wife's telling me, you just, just talk about it, you know, yeah. don't, don't hide it, you know, cause you're just going to bottle up and it's going to eventually that bottle blows up. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's going to happen. But, you know, you know, she's, she's alive right now and. Yeah least i know like i you know got a chance to spend some really quality time with my parents you know like you know no surprises yeah well it was a surprise yesterday but you know we're good from here here on out from here on out it's gonna be bitching yeah yeah
1: and that i mean that's i've heard from other people that that's key you know it sounds so lame to be like well maintain a positive outlook you know it's like
0: impending doom that's a hard one to stare at and smile yeah you know i don't know
1: no matter what age, right? Whether yeah. you're a little kid whether you're a grown up, it's like it's the unknown is scary, very. Well, I mean I I don't usually talk about um well, I, in fact I haven't talked about this on the podcast but um I mean I, I'm a prayerful person so I will definitely, you know, keep you and your family in my prayers Thanks, and man. And, it, and you're close by if there's anything you need and I and I mean this, you know, if there's anything you need, you, you've got an ear to listen, someone to listen and you've got um whatever
0: don't say shoulder to cry on yeah
1: <laughs> i might start crying right now yeah. um uh. the uh the question i like to follow that question up with is usually what's the best thing that you've ever experienced or that you have experienced in your
0: life again no brainer but my daughter yeah you know maggie that was a. Uh, it was weird like this this year uh actually june mm-hmm. next month will be me and my wife's 10 year anniversary you know that's awesome and uh you know maggie's four and a half um it's weird i was never a kid guy like i didn't grow up there wasn't like kids around me you know it's just me and my brothers um and we There was always just people our own age you know i was never Mm -hmm. surrounded by kids so i was never like it's not that i hated kids i just didn't know you know it's like get this thing away from me you know like i didn't get it (laughs) um and it's and again it's not like i like yeah i just wasn't into it um but man ever since maggie You know, it probably doesn't help that she's probably the coolest kid. Right. She makes it easy. Um, But, dude, now I'm just, I'm into kids. Like, I get stoked when people are like, hey, we're pregnant. I'm like, fuck yeah. That's right. Dude, it's going to be the best thing, you know. (laughs) I mean, like I was saying earlier, you know, a lot of people are afraid of kids, like, hindering, you know. Mm -hmm. And, of course, there's things you can't do or you you shouldn't do, you know, at a certain point if you have kids. But, uh, dude, I've done more stuff. Since she's been born, like more positive, like rad things have happened to me or I've been a part of rad things since she's been born than, you know, my entire life leading up to that, you know? So it's like, I I don't, I hate to use the term like it's a new chapter, you know, but fuck, it's not even a new chapter. It's an entirely new book, Yeah, you know, it's just, and it's awesome and that's just it. I
1: think the thing that scares people about kids is that, um, I know for me, I was never scared of kids, of having them. In fact, ever since I can remember, I always wanted a family. But, they will show you how selfish you are. They will show you how selfish you are. (laughs) And, uh, and they'll humble you, you know? Very much. And that's, uh, that, I mean, I know, if I had known that prior to having kids, I may not have had kids. But I'm
0: sure glad that I did. You know, the only, you know, there's only like, a couple of regrets. I hate the people who say, "Oh, no regrets. Bullshit." Yeah. No or regrets. Sorry. There's always something. And there's always actually a lot, yeah. I would think. But uh man, one regret is uh you know like like I said, we got married pretty young, you know, like 10 years ago. And it's I just regret not having kids early. Hmm. You know, cuz it's like again, you know, especially I mean, it's still even before this thing was my mom, you know, it was just like, I don't want to be that old dad who can't even throw a baseball with this kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to be that active. I want to be the dad that's skating with these kids or just, yeah. you know, doing whatever. And I guess that's, I mean, it would have only bought me like a few years, you know, but, uh,
1: those are the formidable years. <laughs> e- yeah.
0: You know, like we were doing our thing. That's, and that's just it. We, whatever. I think what you're,
1: I mean, at least from what I've seen, um, you know, just, be, and it sounds so weird. Like from what I've seen stalking on Instagram, <laughs> um, you know, Maggie Mondays. Oh dude. Uh, you're, you're doing it right. Like there's a lot of people doing it wrong or at least doing it the way that they, that the best they thing. Yeah. yeah. And watching, uh watching those pictures that come out and just, you know, the things that you say about her.
0: Dude, she's, I don't, I don't make it up. Like, you know, yeah. she's just that funny and interesting and entertaining yeah. and smart. Like, I just sit back with the camera, and sometimes I'm lucky enough to capture it. Yeah, you know, it's like holy shit, no one's gonna believe this. Yeah, like you know, like <laughs> you're only four. How do you, you know? Even I mean, it's not to get all emo and stuff, but uh, like I lost it this morning. I, you mm. know, my, my mom. I was kind of just, I was just standing off in the corner. I kind of started crying and uh, not like bawling, but I was just yeah. kind of choking up. And Maggie, like, she heard me. You know, I guess I was, I guess I'm a loud whimper or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, uh, you know, she comes out from the living room. She kind of like sneaks up and just kind of tugs on my shirt. She's like, dad, uh, don't be sad. Aww. You know, and, and and she doesn't even know. Yeah. Like she doesn't even really know like what's going on. She, you know, she, she knows that like, grandma's sick. Yeah. That's it. You know, but she's just like, dad, don't be sad. Just, just take a deep breath, you know, and just just don't be sad it's okay yeah. it's gonna be okay and it's just like so comforting you know it's like that's like the stuff that you want to have it's like kind of like the stuff like your mom would tell yeah. you you know yeah. when you're a kid but this is coming from my four-year-old daughter and she's just game face cool like i'm crying yeah i'm a crying man and she's just like keeping it cool don't be sad don't be sad you know and she's like then it kind of involves into her like um don't panic yeah, you know, because he's like, because I was panicking the other day. We went swimming, and it just it t- it, then it it went it instantly yep. went little kid. Yep, you know yep. what I mean, and it made me laugh, and you know yeah. I needed that. Yeah, but uh, God, she's the best. Simple, she a simple best.
1: child approach <laughs> has no clue what cancer is. You yeah, know, doesn't know these complex thoughts and things that adults
0: do. And God, it's a shame that they will know someday. Yeah. That's the hard part, just knowing like she's gonna know. What's going on, and that's just gonna suck. It's gonna break my heart to know that she knows. Yeah, yeah, that her heart's broken. You know,
1: I deal. I have to deal with that. Three over. Do you know? Do you know what? Uh, <laughs> <A boy. laughs> what? What you're having for your? Singing? A boy. Wow. So yeah. You're have a boy and a girl. A boy
0: and a girl. Yep. That's awesome. It's pretty. Uh. Pretty American.
1: Yep. American. <laughs> American. Boy and a girl.
0: <laughs> choppers in the garage. Yeah. Just picket fence. Dog in the yard. The whole. <laughs>
1: the whole. Thing. That's awesome. Man, uh, I feel like we could sit here and probably just keep rapping for hours and uh Probably. And still have more <laughs> more stuff to talk about. Um but I appreciate you coming on the show and, and um well you know there's a there's a number of people I really want to have back, you know. Um if there's a season two, I don't know. We'll see. Dude, I'm
0: down the street. Awesome. And I've got a million other bullshit stories <laughs> I could
1: ramble on about. That would be awesome. <laughs> well, I thank you for being on the show, Jason. Well, thanks for having me, dude. You can uh, you can check out Jason's blog at attherisers.blogspot.com, and you can also find him on Instagram at Jason underscore atr. That's
0: it. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Mike.